This is Financially Free with Wellington Adams, featuring Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron and Simon provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Free with Wellington Adams with your hosts, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Free with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Today, Simon actually has a prior commitment, so it'll just be myself speaking. And I just wanted to mention, if you'd like any more information about what you hear on today's show, please give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us online at wellingtonadams.com. And if you're over at the website, please click on the radio page and check out any of our past shows. And there we can subscribe to iTunes, Google Play, as well as Spotify. Today, we're going to discuss some recent changes to Social Security that are going to impact your monthly checks in 2020. But at this point, I'd like to welcome to our show, Tony Shore. How are you doing today, Tony? Baron, I am doing great. I've had a crazy, crazy week, just busy uh, with the kids, back to school, sporting events, that kind of thing. Uh, but I've been keeping busy. How about you? Uh, how have you guys been over there at Wellington Adams? Are you guys meeting with a lot of folks? Yeah, I've been doing actually pretty good. We've been busy. I actually uh, was away up in uh, Maine, the northern part of Maine, visiting my in-laws oh, and wow. had a really, really fun time. And uh, we just got back and we held a little... Um, event for clients and friends uh, discussing funeral um, trusts. And we had a really good turnout for that as well. So yeah, keep them busy. Oh, wow. Well, that's helpful information that we're all going to need to know about. Um, I wish I would have went yep. to that one because that's something, you know, as uh, my own parents get older and I get older, uh, my wife and her family, that's something you need to think about. Uh, but today you mentioned we're talking about social security changes uh, what's going on? I mean, um, obviously this is something we all need to know about. It'll affect pretty much all of us. That's right, Tony. I mean, these changes could affect social security recipients and even those who have not yet filed for social security. Um, one of our sources today is from the motleyfool.com article, five social security changes in 2020 that could affect your take home income. You know, for years, Social Security has served as the backbone of retirement income for millions and millions of Americans. The program was ushered in back in 1935 by Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And by the start of the 40s, the system was paying out monthly ongoing be uh, benefits to those who were eligible on a regular basis. Social Security, though, isn't just this big pile of money that gets slowly paid out to those who are eligible. It needs to be funded and it also has its limitations. You know, that's not to say that you shouldn't be able to rely on it for at least some of your monthly income. For a lot of people, it can be as much as 50% or more of their retirement income. Wow. So how many people out there currently receive social security benefits? Well, according to a different Motley Fool uh, article, 
it was it's titled 55 All-Inclusive Social Security Facts. There were nearly 63 million people receiving a Social Security check each month. Wow. Now, this, yeah, that's a lot of people, obviously. And this group includes retired workers, survivors of deceased workers, um, the long-term disabled, and potentially their qualifying immediate families. Nearly 45 million of those total recipients are retired workers. And that's about 70% of all beneficiaries, and they receive a monthly benefit check. As I mentioned before, According to a 2018 Mass Mutual Social Security survey, more than six in 10 retirees count on those monthly checks for at least half of their income. You know, Social Security is even more vital for more than a third of those retired workers. They rely on monthly benefits for 90 to 100% of their monthly income. Wow. So uh, that is, that's really incredible. I can imagine that for so many people who rely on Social Security, any reduction in their take-home income could have a huge impact on their financial lives, right? Yeah, exactly, Tony. That's why I found this article so interesting and important. These are valuable things to know, and they're not just all negative changes either. The first change mentioned in the article deals with the Social Security Administration's cost of living adjustment, which is also commonly referred to as COLA. Each year in the second week of October, the Social Security Administration announces changes to the program for the upcoming year that could directly impact what beneficiaries are paid on a monthly basis. One aspect of that announcement is that the adjustment is often going to change from year to year. The COLA is measured by the Consumer Price Index for Urban Wage Earners and Clerical Workers. If the average figure has risen from the previous year, beneficiaries receive, you know, quote unquote, a raise, and that's going to be equal to the percentage increase year over year. The raise is rounded to the nearest one-tenth of a percent. Each year's COLA calculation is going to be very unique, and they can be really hard to predict without a full year's worth of data. The Motley Fool article also cites forecasts of around 1.7 or 1.8 for 2020. For most Social Security beneficiaries, this would result in a raise of about $25 a month. Oh, wow. $25 a month uh, isn't a lot of money, but I imagine it adds up over time. That's true, Tony. It isn't a lot of money, but you know, every little you know, step helps. Every little bit helps. However, COLA might not be growing as fast as it should be. According to a May 2019 study released by the Senior Citizens League, Social Security benefits lose 33% of buying power since 2000. And the cost of goods has increased more than the cost of living adjustment. The study also noted that fresh food and medical costs were among those goods that had the fastest price increase during the past year. So I don't have to, you know, I'm sure I don't have to tell you, Tony, but fresh food and medical expenses are really hardly an area that retirees can afford to cut back on. Medical costs are usually among the highest costs for people in retirement. So sometimes, you know, it doesn't seem like a fair increase when it comes to getting that cost of living adjustment. Well, you know, I, I think that it's important and, and these are all important things to spend money on. Certainly, um, they don't qualify that, re, you know, as luxuries that could be reduced, though. Right, which is exactly why. I wanted to discuss the cost of living adjustment today. Even if it does rise each year during retirement, it's likely not going to keep pace with the cost of goods and services. 
a soon-to-be retiree really should adjust their own budgets just to avoid feeling the pain of that potential income gap. Yeah, it might not be pleasant news to hear, but it is good to know about that potential gap between the COLA and the actual cost of goods. So uh, back to that article, is there any of that good news that you mentioned? There sure is. (laughs) The article cites that withholding thresholds for early filers should rise in 2020. There are various income levels that equate to withholding levels, and I highly recommend that you discuss the details with your financial services professional. These income thresholds traditionally rise when the COLA is positive, or you know when we get that raise we discussed earlier goes into effect. Yep. Also, a higher income level means more money that can be earned for Social Security Administration benefits when they begin to be withheld. Yeah, excuse me, for Social Security benefits begin to be withheld. Well, if the Social Security Administration withholds some of these earnings from early filers, is that money lost then? That's a great question, Tony, and really a good point of clarification because we, we see a lot of confusion about this. Those withheld benefits are not lost for good. You do get them back in the form of a higher monthly payout once you reach your full retirement age. So... In that way, you aren't being punished for continuing to work. You'll get those benefit dollars that were withheld back later on. Yeah. After you stop making so much income, uh, then you can start receiving more of your benefit again. I get that. Uh, And thanks for clarifying that. At least they're not lost for good if we decide to continue to work. But it is one reason I assume... Uh, Baron, that you don't want to file early, like at 62 or before your full retirement age, uh, especially if you plan on uh, continuing to work. Yeah, that's that's true, Tony. I'm actually going to go into that a little bit later as far as um, some of the numbers are concerned. But yeah, Yeah. you definitely want to be cognizant of it. Sure. Well, you know, Baron, our time is just about up for this first segment of the show. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we take a quick break here? Well, Tony, preparing for retirement is a very important part of your financial process. Visit our website, wellingtonadams.com, or call our office, 855-793-2409. And for anyone who either calls the office or um, visits us online, you know we can set aside a few spots each week for radio listeners. And for those listeners who have been um, viewing our show today, We'll be happy to um, have them receive a complimentary Social Security Maximization Report. Um, That report is very comprehensive, um, and I'll get into that a little bit later, some of the benefits of it, but we want to help you prepare for your retirement that you've worked really so hard for. So please give us a call or visit us online. Thanks, Baron. And listeners, stay tuned to listen and learn more about the Social Security changes that may impact your monthly benefit check right here on Financially Free Radio with our host, Baron Fitzgerald. Retirement can be a burdensome transition, more so today than ever before, but it doesn't have to be. Let New Generation Retirement Planning help guide you to a successful retirement. You are invited to a complimentary dinner and workshop to learn how you can utilize this holistic approach to retirement planning. For times, location, and to reserve your seat, call Wellington Adams Investment Advisory at 855-793-2409 or at Wellington Adams Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Free. My name is Baron Fitzgerald from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. If you'd like more information about what you hear on today's show, give us a call, please, at 
793-2409 or visit us online at wellingtonadams.com. Today, we're talking about Social Security changes and how they may impact your monthly benefits. One of our sources for today's show is from the MotleyFool.com article, Five Social Security Changes in 2020 That Could Affect Your Take-Home Income. In the first segment, we talked about two of the changes mentioned in the article. Now, Tony, I'm just going to see if you were paying any attention to what I was saying. Do you remember what those two changes are? Uh, the two changes. Um, I thought you might quiz me on that today. So I've been taking notes. In the first segment, you talked about the cost of living adjustment and the withholding threshold of the retirement earnings test for early filers uh, that they were likely to rise. And I guess that means uh, potentially more income for those beneficiaries to whom those conditions apply, correct? Wow, Tony, you really did take some good notes there. You were paying attention. I'm impressed. You get an A for the day. (laughs) Awesome. So next, we're going to move our focus a little bit on the Social Security Administration's maximum monthly payout. This is the highest amount that any beneficiary can receive each month, regardless of how much they've paid into the system over time. According to ARP.org and their Social Security Resource Center, the most an individual who files a claim for Social Security retirement benefits in 2019 can receive per month is $3,770 for someone who files at age 70, $2,861 for someone who files at full retirement age, which is currently 66 for anybody born between 1943 and 1954, and $2,209 for someone who files at 62. So anyone who earned the maximum taxable income, which is the amount of your income paid to Social Security and taxes for at least 35 years of their working lives, is eligible for a maximum benefit. This will impact only some of the top earners. Okay, so uh, I think I'm following you here. Uh, This would be for like the millionaire athletes and movie stars then, right? (laughs) Well, Tony, I mean, to put that maximum taxable income in context, the 2019 amount is 132,900. And while that's quite the income level, it certainly encompasses more than just millionaires and movie stars. I mean, the maximum benefit did increase in 2019 at a substantial rate. However, I don't really envision such a large increase this coming year, but it wouldn't surprise me if the top contributors did see some increase as well. Oh, okay. Uh, It sounds like good news for those top earners. Well, unfortunately, you always have some uh, bad with the good or good with the bad. It's not all good news for high earners. The next change mentioned in the Motley Fool article impacts those wealthier workers. Wealthy workers can expect to pay more into the program, and this is going to likely continue, especially if inflation rises on a year-over-year basis as measured by the CPIW. Payroll tax is the largest portion of Social Security's funding. In 2018, those payroll taxes provided $885 billion to Social Security. All other sources provided around $115 billion. So anyone earning between one cent and the maximum taxable income amount is hit with a 12.4% payroll tax. And this percentage adjusts each year in step with the National Average Wage Index. Oh, okay. What's the National Average Wage Index, though? Explain that one. 
Well, the National Average Wage Index is a measure of U.S. wage trends that are calculated annually by the government. It provides insight into the general direction of wage trends. It can also serve to alert policymakers uh, to potential wage inflation. The Federal Reserve may consider the movement of the NAWI, which is the National Average Wage Index, I just abbreviated it, um, when deciding on whether to raise or lower interest rates. Well, that's interesting. And our, our time is coming to an end for this segment, though. We do have to take another quick break. Do you have any closing comments before we do? Uh, again, Tony, just our goal at Wellington Adams in our planning process is really truly to provide our clients with clarity, knowing that they're going to have a comfortable retirement that they've worked really hard for. So again, for any of the listeners out there who've been um, listening to our show today, we will provide a complimentary social security maximization report for them. To be able to receive that report, please feel free to visit our website, wellingtonadams.com, or call our office at 855-793-2409. When it comes to investing, it's helpful to have a financial professional on your side, one to help you organize your assets and gain an understanding of the pros and cons of any financial decision. At Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, we work with you to help you attain your goals and provide advice to help minimize the hazards you may face. Give our office a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us online at wellingtonadams.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Free with myself, Baron Fitzgerald from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, please give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us online at www.wellingtonadams.com. And again, while you're at the website, click on over to the radio page and check out our past shows and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Today, we're talking about Social Security changes and how they may impact your monthly benefits. One of the sources for today is from the MotleyFool.com article, Five Social Security Changes in 2020 That Could Affect Your Take-Home Income. And Tony, we have one final change um, that we'd like to discuss from this article. Well, yeah, and there's uh, these are important as well. I mean, Social Security in general is important. And Baron, you're always telling us uh, it's the basis. Uh, it's really the the building block, the foundation of any solid retirement income plan. It's what you look at first because uh, it's a known quantity and you want to maximize it to get the most out of it. Uh, but what is that last change and, and who will it impact? Well, Tony, did you know that more than 10 million people each month receive a payout from Social Security Disability Insurance, um, commonly referred to as SSDI. Of that 10 million, nearly 8.5 million are disabled workers, with the remaining amount that's you know spouses or children of those disabled workers. In order to qualify for an SSDI benefit, the beneficiaries must meet rigorous requirements of a long-term disability as defined by the Social Security Administration. In addition, they're also they're not allowed to earn more than a defined amount of income per month if they're receiving that SSDI benefit. 
Interesting. What are those limits on the income that somebody who qualifies for SSDI uh, can earn? Well, as of 2019, um, a disabled beneficiary can earn up to $1,220 a month before their benefits would be stopped. In comparison, beneficiaries who are legally blind can earn up to $2,040 a month before benefits cease. Now, those two figures both increased from 2018. Wow. So, so again, it most likely may increase to, you know, in 2020. If the consumer price index for urban wage earners and clerical workers, which sets the rate for the cost of living adjustment, if they do increase as expected, there should also be an increase in the income thresholds related to those disabled workers, blind workers, as well as their beneficiaries. Mm. Wow. It seems like there are a lot of changes that impact Social Security and its monthly benefit checks. Uh, true, Tony. I mean, another powerful tool that can change your monthly benefit check, uh, and we really talk about this a lot when we're doing financial planning for clients, and that's delaying your Social Security benefit once you're first eligible at age 62. You know, if you can delay that, you know, if you can say live comfortably past 62 without Social Security, once you do decide to accept it, we'll say at 70, your monthly check is going to go up considerably and lifetime benefits will increase. You know, Social Security is guaranteed to grow on average six and a quarter percent from age 62 to the full retirement age, typically 66. And for some people, obviously 67 if they were born 1954 or later. From that full retirement age to age 70, it's guaranteed to grow at 8%. Wow. Plus, plus, yeah, plus there's that cost of living adjustment. I mean, you know, it's pretty hard to find a guaranteed investment out there that is making that guaranteed 8%. And I, I don't know about you, Tony, but does anybody's 401k or IRA have a cost of living adjustment that I know of? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, exactly. So that's why we'll often recommend holding off on collecting Social Security for clients if it if it makes sense for their particular situation, I mean, if you if you're not in good health, then you definitely want to look at perhaps filing Social Security sooner than later. But especially if you're working and you're in good health, um, you definitely might want to look at holding off on filing. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, a bigger monthly benefit check sounds good to me. Absolutely. I mean, a, a lot of times, you know, we'll recommend to the client if the situation fits we'll recommend to that client to maybe, you know, once they start working, maybe pull from some of their investments and let their social security benefit grow. So a lot of times that may not be in the best interest of the broker, but you really want to hire an advisor who's going to be looking out for your best interests, not theirs. Right. And that bigger monthly benefit check uh, is always a plus, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, for, for many retirees, Social Security benefits form the foundation of their retirement income. In order to make sure that you maximize your own benefits, you're, you need to have a solid grasp on this complex program. One tool that, that we use at Wellington Adams uh, that we provide for clients is that Social Security maximization brochure that I had mentioned before as a giveaway for today's show's listeners. You know, this brochure really helps answer uh, a lot of questions. Some of the following questions that they would answer is, what is your Social Security benefit amount going to be at whatever given time? When is the best time 
to start taking your social security benefit. Um, also, are there different options if you're married? That, that a lot of times uh, especially holds true if it's a husband and wife couple. Um, there can be a lot of benefits to, to being able to maximize both benefits for both, both uh, spouses as opposed to just doing it on an individual basis. Does earning additional income while you're on Social Security impact the value of your lifetime benefit, as I mentioned just before? Also, what is the real cost of paying taxes on your Social Security benefit? And lastly, it allows you the opportunity to find the amount of your Social Security benefit that's going to best serve for both you and your spouse as a family unit. Well, there you go. I mean, that's the key. Social Security seems to be vital to any good retirement strategy then. Yeah, it's nice to have Social Security to fund part of your strategy, you know, but in today's economic landscape, at Wellington Adams at least, we coach clients and their family and friends to take control of their retirement and also take responsibility for funding the majority of their retirement themselves or at least be in the position to do so. Social Security, as I mentioned before, it acts as the backbone of many current retirees' income plan. It's truly a very, very important aspect that should be thoroughly investigated to see what makes the most sense for that client's particular situation. Now, we think it makes a lot of sense to speak to a financial advisor who can help put together a plan utilizing Social Security as well as your investments and you know, try to put all of those pieces together so that you can have as smooth a retirement as possible. Well, you know what? As usual, our time has flown by. Our time is almost up for this week's show. Baron, is there anything else you want to share with us before we go today? Well, just again, Tony, I mean, we feel that the Social Security aspect, as far as planning goes in your retirement picture, is really a vital aspect. Um, it's something that can be very complex, but if you sit down with a financial professional, um, they'll be able to go over all those different aspects. Um, we at Wellington Adams can provide that Social Security maximization report complimentary to any one of our listeners. And it will, at the very least, truly give you an insight as to when would be the best time for you to file and what would be the best strategy for you to file. So you know, please visit our website, wellingtonadams.com. Um, or call our office, 855-793-2409. We'd be happy to schedule an appointment. Set aside a, we set aside a few spots each week for radio listeners. We'd be happy to sit down and go over that Social Security maximization report um, with you and see how it can fit into your financial plan. Hey, that sounds great. Sounds like a plan. Um, I think that's fantastic. Now, listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Free Radio with our host, Baron Fitzgerald. Thank you for listening to Financially Free with Wellington Adams. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409. 
or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.